0: Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we
1: are Level Up Latina.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 174. It is our random episode for the month of October Bienvenidas a todas, bienvenidas a mis amigasas. ¿Cómo estamos hoy en este día? Fabuloso.
1: Bien, con frillito. It uh, looks like fall is kicking in because ya se siente that like cold crisp in the morning.
2: Uh, the windows are like fogged up. So yeah, ya estamos entrando a, a fall. Ooh, see the windows are fogged up. That sounds sexy, sexy. Um, good. I'm <laughs> excited to be here. bring on the pumpkin everything. Um, and the apple cider and the ponche now because the holidays are around the corner. But I'm happy to be here with you girls. I love you girls.
0: It's awesome to have fall here. I'm wearing like a flannel today. I'm totally in the vibe. But right about bring on the pumpkin everything. I had to have some restraint today. So I didn't get the 500 calorie pumpkin scone. But hey, I am no shame. I might go buy it for lunch. So this is the random one where we love to talk about anything and everything. But as of late, the last couple of randos. We had each of us moderate and ask different questions. I've prepared my questions for the day. And I don't know if our listeners have caught on, but on social media, we try to stick to themes for the week. And I should share a little more about that because, you know, we are coaches and we coach in a lot of aspects of life, life and business. And one of those things is career. One of those things is self-care and balance. The other is money. And finally, we work a lot with folks and their relationships. They can be interpersonal at work, at home, with family, Uh, We are not therapists, but we do know that your life and making the best of it will always involve relationships and making sure those are good. So if you are thinking about coaching and do I want to coach? Well, are these areas of your life that you need to strengthen your career, your self care and balance, your money, your money mindset, or your relationships with your boss, with your spouse, with your kids, with those in your life, we can help with all of that. So we're gonna get started and here's my first question. And to remind folks, I like to remind folks cause we just realized this the other day that you're looking at the five, 10 and 15 crew. Cause if you combine us, we've kind of been married that long. Like we're just kind of average that out. So you're getting different stages of a relationship when you hear from level Up Latina, all married women, multiple kids, Latinas, fighting the good fight too hang on to our culture and how we grew up, but also modernize guilt free and live our lives and the way we want to live as Mexican American women. So my first question for my partners here and we don't know what questions we're gonna ask each other. I, know. I don't know where we're going with this one. But I like this. And when Vettel started it was really fun actually to answer those questions just impromptu. So the question that I have is what is one thing you believed about your spouse? Uh, At the beginning of your relationship, that you no longer believe is true.
1: Um, I'll go real quick because um, when I first met him, I we for some reason the very first day that we were chatting and 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 it wasn't he wasn't courting me yet. We were we had met running the half marathon and it was a training. And I don't know why we exchanged how old we are. I don't know how that came up. I just remember like at that at that time I was thirty one. Yeah, I was thirty one. And he's, and he told me he was 27. So I immediately thought, shit, que, you know, he's younger, bien maduro. Uh, at that point, I was I was like a re, a new lawyer, and I was like looking, you know, to kind of settle down. So when I when I heard 27, I was like, híjole, ya valio. Like no, like you know, as he's younger, no, no, aquí no de aquí no va a pasar. You know, de de una costón, quizás no va a pasar. But that changed because he ended up being like the most mature man I had ever dated. So, um, the, tr- the, como se dice, la sorpresa fue para mí. So,
2: I had to think about that. Qué bueno, Ceci. Qué bueno que te tocó. Qué bonito. Qué tu hombre sí, bien maduro. Our, our, it went from our boyfriend Luis to our husband Luis. So cool. So cool. Um, well, with my honey buns, yo pensaba que he was super extroverted um super social like just out there love being out and about and all that stuff and it turns out he's not it's really he has um you know kind of like that uh I like the social but it kind of puts me in you know I'd rather not be in those situations um but he does become very social especially if he has a drink unless he already knows you and your homies and, and it's not a big deal but no, yo me lo imaginaba, like me, very like, hey, this madre, it's cool, let me be out and about, or like, hey, let's get out of the house as much as we can. And he's much of a homebody, um, and goes out, you know, and if plans don't kind of go as they ex- he expects them to be, he's okay but plans get canceled, like, oh, it's okay. Oh, he'll be like, if he said yes to something, he's fine with saying no to it, because he's it's like, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, to many of us, like, plans changed. Oh, no, I really needed that. Or, yeah, he's not as social as I thought he was. So that was definitely something that was a surprise to me. Because, girl, we were socializing for sure.
0: (laughs) You know, I think it's cool, though, because... I do strongly believe, as they say, the old cliche, but like, it's good that you guys are opposites, because maybe if you're both like, kind of and social and two way, like, it wouldn't work for you. Like, maybe it's better that he compliments you. And he's got like an opposite tendency than you're like, super social, everybody loves and knows better. Like, I think it works. And then same for you, Ceci, like, maybe there was something to be said for the fact that he was younger, that completely changed the whole journey that you were on in your marriage, that he wasn't this man that was six, seven years older than you. Maybe that would have been a very different relationship. So, okay, not bueno, get right? For me, this might be a surprising answer, but I, what I really liked about my husband, what really drew me to him early on was that we were young when we first met and he liked to talk and he was a conversationalist and he was very inquisitive. And he, you know, when he shines the sun on you, he shines the sun on you. Like he's just that kind of person. And so my whole relationship with my husband, I always just found him to be so charismatic and like the wise Buddha. And the keeper of knowledge. And so he's always been like my confidant and then the one that I go to for advice. Always really trusted his opinion and his insights and everything he thinks and says and feels. Like I just always held him in this high regard, and I still do, because he is really a brilliant man. But in the last several years, I've actually thought to myself like he's also human. <laughs> so his advice sometimes might go against my gut. And I like trusting my gut, and I am a very intuitive and kind of gut centered person. And I've learned that a lot more recently about myself, uh, especially like in the last you know five years or so. Something that I've done over the last five years or so is actually taken his advice, but like I take other people's advice and it, it doesn't carry more weight. Um, And I thought that was very interesting for me to come into my own as an individual and as a woman to realize like, that's just Diego's opinion, just like it's Doug's opinion across the street, just like it's Sophie's opinion in the other room, just like it's my suegra's opinion down the hall. You know, he's just another human. And it has actually served me really well. And I don't mean that in an insulting way at all, but I think I just love and trust and respect my husband's opinion so much that oftentimes I was probably unconsciously or consciously kind of saying, what does he think I should do? Or how does he think I should react? And maybe I should try that. And I decided to start doing the opposite which has actually been kind of cool. Either way, he doesn't care because he loves me and he accepts me and he's the most loving and kind person in the world. Like, he doesn't care if I take his advice or if I don't, which I think is very refreshing. And it served me really well. It made me kind of really trust my own gut, my intuition, my own like counsel, my own thoughts. And I've done some pretty incredible things in the last couple of years because I've been very much like, what does Irene think? Long answer was for that short question, but I used to think that he like knew it all. And that sounds stupid, right? I really looked at him Like he like knows it all. Like he's so smart. He's so real right. I just gave him so much, like he knows everything. And then one day I realized like, he's like everybody else. He's human. Like there's some things he doesn't know and some things he's still learning and um, some things where he might see it one way and I see it completely different. And it's okay to not compromise and go in the middle or completely do the opposite of what my husband would tell me.
2: Came into your own as like, I do. Know enough to make decisions by, yeah, listening to other people's advice. But I think I know a little bit too, you know, like I'm good. So that, that's beautiful. And I, I, one thing I want to highlight that you said right now about what do you want? That's one conversation. Many conversations I had with my clients, but one particular client in general, she was going. She's a software engineer. She was going from one job to. Her dream was to work at this amazing company. She was um <clears throat> she wanted to go to GM. She was like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "Well, you know what? At the end of the day, what do you want? Where do you see yourself? How do you envision this for you, your career path? And does that company have that for you?" And at the end of the day, she made the decision that was like, "You know what? Thank you for helping me take." Me into consideration of like what do I envision, so I think it's key to make those like when you when you realize those things like where you want because you stop stop putting yourself into other in the back burner. But most of all, like understanding that you're you you know you you're wise as well. So once you take care of you, you're able to do that.
0: Yeah. I think I've always known because that's how he makes me feel. Yeah, my husband always makes me feel like I am the strongest, the most confident, the most knowledgeable, the brightest, like he will for 20 years. It's like, she is the best of the best of the best. Like she has all the answers. Se she nota. knows
2: everything. Se nota like he, todo. Yeah.
0: He just celebrates mm-hmm. me like crazy. And then I love that. Cause it's like, man, he has so much confidence for me. And he's like, so self-assured in me. And like, so I have put myself out there and done things that are challenging or new or crazy or wild. Cause it's like, and his eyes, like, I've already arrived. I arrived 20 years ago. You know, I don't I don't need to do anything else. Like, I'm already this great shining star that's ahead of everyone in this race. Like he just has this vision of me that I'm like, that's wonderful. Like I want to have this vision of me of like when I was 18 and I knew nothing. When I know nothing. And it's kind of fun to do like the next five years, like, I don't know anything because I love that about relationships. I think they grow so much if you're still if you're still like learning and reinventing yourself and changing and adapting. So I think the confidence for me was always there because I was always doing pretty great things. Like I was a leader in my own right, and he's not there to make decisions for me. He was just my sounding board, right? But I think he's always put me in a place where it's good to not be on a pedestal. I think it's good to not think that you're like the shit all the time. And um I like that. I've just liked that. That's the thing that's changed in my life with my understanding of myself. It's a self-awareness that I think I have now. And my husband's opinion of me, good or bad, doesn't really sway how I think of myself. And I think that's really fucking badass. And it was badass before. It was badass before. But there's something very liberating because I always tell my kids, it doesn't matter what Diego and I think. And I think that's strong and powerful. I always tell them like it doesn't matter what Diego I think. Like our opinion really doesn't matter. We're going to have our opinion. Everybody's going to have an opinion, but you ultimately are the strongest opinion, you and maybe your relationship with God, but no one's thoughts of you, no one's desires for you, no one's understanding of you because damn well do we know that our lives can be held back because of how our mama sees us or how our daddy saw us or didn't see us or how our husband sees us. So I'm always mis that it's just you above all else, not arrogance, like your happiness. No one knows you and your inner workings better than you do. So I had to just kind of practice with I, what I preach with the kids and be like a thousand percent, what does Irene think or want to do? And it might be the opposite of what everybody thinks that she should do. And it's been kind of cool and refreshing. So another question for y'all on relationships, and it looks like Susie wanted to say something. I love her smile. I Here just said kids. that's cool. That is very cool. Tell me one thing, and I guess that'll kind of answer it, but tell me one thing that would surprise people about your partner that people don't know on the outside looking in, like we would think Otto is social. What's another thing? Like what's another thing about Luis that we would think about him? Uh, Maybe Luis eats a cheeseburger every day, but we all think that he doesn't, you know? Like what is the secret? What is the secret sauce? One little thing that people would be surprised to know about your spouse.
1: He has a sweet tooth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he has a sweet tooth he has a sweet tooth and whenever we do have like brownies or cookies in the house it's because he gets them and he like he hides them and he's like right now he's tra- training for a marathon and he's like okay i'm gonna have this for breakfast in the morning and uh, with my cafecito whatever and then go running and then but he like he hides them and they're for him or whatever and then um yeah he lo- he loves them and then it, and then if i don't hide them then se las acaba. so it's like okay so we're playing this little
2: like you hiding like, game or whatever. Because I have a sweet tooth too, and then si no se las eh? I really
1: don't. I have a savory tooth. I uh, but oh, if they're is. there, avises. If I if I or if I, I find myself like under stress, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go have like, uh, we I know have the, we have those cookies. Let me go have some with like tea or whatever at nighttime. So if I know that they're there, I'm gonna have them, especially if I'm having like a stressful night. Uh, for him, he he like he'll have them. He's like, look at what I bought, and. Then, <laughs> he always like so yeah so he has a sweet tooth believe it or not um and and you know it's it's all about balance at the end of the day i think and he makes it work and he's freaking running like a million miles each weekend he's running his um full marathon in 2 weeks i think
0: you two are like the dream so active such great healthy eaters que bonito que bonito but also a sweet tooth there's hope yeah there's hope there you go Ay,
2: ay, ay, con Otto. I think that with him that you'd be surprised. Um, ay, aparte de, he's like, he, okay. What is very surprising about him is like, if I share something with him, like, hey, this, um, I don't like this, or, hey, you know, can we talk about this? And I, I share how something makes me, like, I don't like it, or I do like it, he takes it into kind and of puts it to action. He's not like... Oh, let me just sit on it and sit on it and sit on it. And maybe we can do something about it. But it's like, if I ask him in some, for something in particular, he's not one of those who be like, but it's because it's cause you know this, you know, you don't understand this. And so I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And no, he puts it to action. He's like, I respect your opinion. I respect what you're saying. I respect how this makes you feel. He's like, he's not much of a like that feeler kind of guy because he's just too logical. He doesn't think that way. But it's more like, okay, that makes sense. I understand it. Thank you for explaining it to me. I will make sure that I do my part to not have this happen or do this. So he's not like the kind of person that waits to take action. And I've noticed he's like that in all aspects of his life. He's just like very much has that will and that discipline to like one day say, I'm going to do this. And um, I mean, there's a part where you say like, well, he's an engineer. And no, you could be anything because you're human. Right. I mean, you mentioned that. And with him without a failure if he says today I'm going to do this he does it like he no anda con cosas no anda de que eso no so i think that's very surprising thing for a dude you know so yeah that's
0: super cool that is super super cool I can relate to that a thousand percent. I'm just like Otto. My husband would describe me that way. Like, dang, you tell her you're going to do something. She's going to do it. And like, damn it. Why did I tell her? That might surprise people about my relationship with my husband. Like he is again, this bright, shiny star and so smart and a total geek and and driven by numbers and data and all these great things. But I'm really the action oriented one. So he lays back. But funny enough, he's not scared. He he takes a lot of risks. My husband is a risk taker. I don't know if people know that about my husband or not. I seem like the crazy risk taker because I want to do all kinds of things and he do all these great things in my life. But um, he's I'm like, the Diego. Fuck it. I'm like, the Diego. The, you're the Diego. <laughs> Volvemos locas, <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> I think so. Like my Diego's like, fuck it. Like he's so smart. But also it's like, with all that smarts, and you fucking went and got the parking ticket anyway. What the fuck? You know? I read like twelve signs, paid thirteen fucking fees because I'm like, am I getting this parking oh, ticket? Oh my god, yes,
2: you're the odd one, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: I know. I saw Otto at the party. We were at the Mithu 10-year anniversary dancing it up with our husbands on Friday. And Otto's like, I'm like, thank you for dressing up, Otto. Some people didn't get the memo. Look at us. We're dressed up. You're dressed up. He looked great. He goes, yeah. Beto says she sent me the email. She never sent me the email. I'm like, oh, my God. I love that. That's like the first thing <laughs> Otto tells me. I'm like, I know. Beto in her email, right? Gee, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway,
0: people would be surprised to know that, like, My husband is like a big risk taker. And he's like, he seems like the steady brain and he is like just such a good dad and and responsible with the kids, but he's kind of a wild goose sometimes. And you don't know what you're going to get. He's a mixed bag. And he's also like auto where he's actually not a social person, but if you put him in a social setting, Super duper social, super funny, super fun, but it's not his preference. He's a homebody. He wants to be home all weekend, every day, all day, every day. If if we never travel, no big deal. But if we do, he's like, I love that you're like this because you know, like he's under a rock with the kids, like folding clothes, watching golf. Like I get what a terrible existence. But you know, we're a good, no, we are a good balance. I was saying <laughs> about Diego.
2: Like I remember, I went to Chile with Otto when he was still doing his masters, uh, his MBA. And when we're in Chile, you know, i pregnant with Joaquin, so I'm like still huge, but I'm like I'm gonna have a great time. We're gonna do our best to like have a great time. So, <laughs> um, you know, I met his his the the other m- you know members of the of the class, and like I got to participate in, in some of the trips and some of the cl- the little uh, reunions that they had to talk about certain things and you know the it, the e- economics of Chile, blah blah blah. But I interacted with his classmates, and later on, they were telling him like and which is here to weird to hear like feedback on you right like it's always like Ugh, am i going to like this or am i going to cringe or what but they were like you know it was really nice meeting meeting veto cuz we weren't married at the time and like, it was really mi- nice meeting your partner you know she's she's like um how can we say it and he was like talking to like the three different people and they're like she's like a like a hug like you know when you Aww. meet her like it's just like she's so welcoming and open and she's just like a, an immediate hug and when i when he said that and right now that you're talking about Diego, I feel like that's what Diego is. Like, he's just so warm and welcome, like, is mm-hmm. his smile, like, he just allows, like, for people to just be like, ah, oh, thanks, man, I was really stressing about wearing this dress, man, but you made me feel very comfortable yeah, by the did. way you welcome people, like, just who he is, you know? So that's what I was thinking of Diego when, when, you're t- when we're talking about this, and I thought about Friday night, and it was like, I haven't seen you guys in person for a while, and it was just seeing him, like, I was like, damn, it's really nice to see Diego. Like, he gives off, like, this really good energy. And, like, giving him that hug was just, like, nice. So, like, that's what I, I felt like I would describe him that way, too.
1: I agree. Sorry que me estoy parando, but cuarentona y buenona over here was getting a freaking leg cramp. So, I love
0: how Ceci's head just came into the screen like, I agree, like a giraffe, like he did Zoo. Like let me get this morsel of leaf. Yeah. Um. I think that when you say that, I think of Olaf from the movie Frozen and Vero and Diego. Here yes. they come. Like I like warm hugs, and they're like melting in the sun, but they're just fucking happy. Like and then and I'm over here like shielding them, and Otto and I are like checking emails. No, <laughs> That's, that's so great. I love that we can and speak of our, our husbands and our partners and ourselves. Like I do agree like Veto brings the energy and the love and the joy in the room. And she's definitely a big, huge, super duper warm hug. So the next question is, I'd say, let's see where we're going to go with this. What has been one of the biggest lessons to date now that you're married and now that you've been with your partner for, for a while, what's a big lesson that you feel like, wow, you know, I didn't, I didn't see this coming. And this has been a really great lesson. I think for me to be transparent about
1: like what I'm feeling, I know recently it's, it's happened more where, you know, he wants to start a conversation about something tough that we're going through or, um, Hey, well, you know, what's the plan with this? And then it's getting, you know, later at night and I, I can be super transparent and say, so I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about that. And he's like, okay. And he, and he respects that. Um he's he's done it in the past. I don't think I had ever done it until recently or maybe I had but not as often as I'm doing it now. And I think it's, you know, part of growing and understanding each other. I think like years ago if I would have said that, uh I would have felt like I was going to hurt his feelings. You know like, "Oh, I don't want to." And now I don't. Now I know he understands like, "Hey, I don't have the bandwidth to talk about that topic right now. Luego lo platicamos, ¿qué tal?" so um is that the, am I answering the question yeah I was just okay. thinking I'm gonna ask Irene to repeat the question <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like wait <laughs> so yeah that that um, a big lesson
0: just any lesson, yeah,
1: lesson. and and that the, the more we grow and the longer we're together the new challenges that life brings that we didn't know we were gonna face like right now you know we keep on calling ourselves like the sandwich generation because we're taking care of little ones that are growing up and now we're taking care of elder parents and like no one, no one, well, I guess no one really teaches you uh, to, to raise your kids. You just see from what, you know, your, your parents, how the way they raised you, but no one really told you or said, Hey, también there's this other end, you know, the other end where like parents are aging and how do you, how do you work through that? How do you help them? And, um, so having that support from one another right now, right now that I'm going through, his parents are younger. They're like 10 years younger than my parents. But right now that my parents are 70 and they're going through their ailments and just a lot of, a lot, you know, he's there supporting me, whether it's talking to my dad, uh, whether, um, you know, taking care of the girls so I can have a day off. Like yesterday he did that. He took, he took care of the girls and said, what do you need? And I said, I need to go to Napa. So I went to Napa but you know, or, or cooking, cooking like at my family's, at my parents' home. I didn't just go to Napa by myself. There was a there was a, g- a gathering. So. Um, ¿Y qué? ¿Ves sola? No importa. <laughs> no, también. Pero I'm saying that you know, también. Pero no me gusta ir sola a lugares. I like to have company, you know. So when when he said I'm not going, I was like, oh, I was kind of bummed out. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to be with my friends, former colleagues, and enjoying this great space. We went to Bob's house yesterday, so it was cool. Oh, cool. Um, Pero yeah, este, that's that's what we're learning as we're growing older. We're becoming this mature couple that um, is okay to talk about the difficulties. Um, We're supporting each other. He supports me. He knows that I have therapy, and he gives me my space. Oh, he's like, I don't want you to miss your therapy, you know? So stuff like that. It's beautiful.
2: Wow. That is beautiful. I think being the, the one in the youngest part of the relationship, right? The first five is um that my husband doesn't ask for a lot from me. He doesn't. He doesn't ask for a lot. And when I he's really good at telling me, like, hey, okay, you've done really well with this. Thank you. And he's very grateful. And I've the lesson I think I've learned is that um he doesn't ask for a lot, but with the times that he does, I need to listen. And I need to listen and really pay attention because he's a man of a few words and I get easily like brush it off like, oh, oh, you feel this way? Oh, okay, whatever. Because of the fact that I put it in my head that he's not a feeler, he's like, but he's willing to be vulnerable with me, right? And that's the beauty about, you know, our relationship. And I think there's parts of me that kind of – emotionally not numbs things out or or, or blocks things out for whatever reason past relationships or you know still a learning curve with with our relationship and how we started but it's very much like um I need to make sure that when he does ask something from me that I do show up for him because he does so great in when I do do that when I do that and shows up for me that I just need to make sure that it's like, hey, this man has my back. Like, he's not the other dude. He's not this other person. He's not just a friend. He is my partner in crime, my partner in life, my husband, the father of my kids, the person that's going to be, you know, that if we nurture and take care of this relationship and we show up for each other, the person that will be there for the rest of my life as a person I can turn to for anything, right? So that's, I think, one of the biggest lessons I've learned so far
0: that felt like a big old hug right
1: when oh she said god, it oh my god yeah gonna hold it. and she's yeah. even saying
0: it so beautifully you yeah. can cry. cry that's what we're talking about relationships <laughs> a Yeah, go ahead Sissy. cry girl
1: you know, I am a little bit. I'm like, I, I am a little it.
0: bit. I love yeah. you. Love you um, it's hard to even follow that. Um, don't kill your spouse is the biggest lesson I've learned. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, there's still time. No, no, cierto. God, don't use this against me in the court of law. And even I'm trying to lighten the mood. Typical me, huh? I see people emotional, like little kid born in trauma. Someone say something funny. It's good emotion, <laughs> though. It's good emotion because, you know, like yeah. I've been it.
2: there. We've all been through. I mean,
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: We've been through relationships that have shown us that we hopefully learn from. And then there's relationships where you're like, I can't hold this against them. And I'm a big believer. I've talked about it before that show up fresh in a relationship despite the baggage, despite the hurt, despite the disappointment from before. This person deserves an equal playing field and and that, that benefit of like, not the doubt, but just of let them be who they are and show you, you know, and then you can start saying like, okay, well, now I need to do this and now I need to do that. But in this case, that's what it's
0: been. Yeah. That's beautiful, and it's funny because I can relate completely. But in my situation, the bad relationship was also my husband, and the good relationship was also my husband. So it's really interesting to do what Veto is describing. When you are in a long-term marriage, you will find yourself doing that with the same partner. Uh, my husband and I started reading Esther Perel some years ago, and one of the biggest things that Esther does is she describes like the end of a marriage as a time that is shouldn't have to be seen as terrible. Like divorces don't have to be seen as terrible but also you know some marriages end without the divorce and they start over without the divorce you're married to the same person you've just chosen to start over and choose each other again and do the work and heal and forgive so you may have a traditional divorce that ends and it doesn't have to be all bad you may be in a marriage right now that looks so different than how it looked 5 10 15 years ago my husband and i have been through a lot of things and that's probably why we are proud of the relationship that we have now and we've grown and it looks easy from the outside looking in and people compliment it. But being together for a long time is so much work. It's a lot of disappointment, a lot of hard times, a lot of growing together, a lot of learning together. Both of my partners here talked about the things they've had to learn, the things they've had to figure out and the things they didn't think possible. Like, I didn't know I could tell Luis that or I didn't mean to brush that off when Otto said it. Like, it just happens. And then you do that enough and God willing, you're on the side of like, you learn from it. A lot of people don't. And it's hard. you got to grow. It calls you to the table. And you end marriages that probably could have stayed together. But it's so hard to do that growing. So my biggest lesson is, thank God there's a God. Because I think I should be divorced like 10 times over. And I, I blame my family for that, right? All of us have these like daddy and mommy issues. But like my mom didn't really put up with much once she had me. She had already put up with my father for many, many, many years. So when she had me, I just saw this woman that didn't take no crap. and was really strong and raise a really strong daughter. So I've always been like too strong, unnecessarily strong for situations where I could have been calmer, quieter, kinder, gentler. And I had to learn the hard way that like, Diego's not hurting me, Diego's not my dad, Diego's not my mom even. Like he's a human and he's a good human. So my biggest lesson is to turn to faith, to not give up even when you think it's the hardest because truthfully on the other side of hard things, and we talked about this at our breakthrough lunch, but the hardest thing is to go through tough stuff. And then at the other side of it, it's like, thank God I went through that because it one of the best things in my life. Like I have the best things that I have with Diego. The best of our marriage is because we got over things that were really, really tough and hard, financial, emotional, not being there for each other when we should be, failing each other in ways that we shouldn't have, bailing on each other when it was hard, and then coming back together and glowing and blossoming. And I've learned to become a person that can let things go or be more patient or be more considerate, more gentle. He's learned to be more vocal. He's learned to be stronger when he needs to be and the advocate for our family and the defender. So people change. And if you give yourself enough time, you're going to have really good change at the end of that time. But it is going to take work. So
2: buckle up, work hard. Man, the choosing, right? The making the choice. I was like, oh, I hope he chooses me in five years. I hope he's still okay with that. <laughs> so show up every day because if you want to get chosen again in five years, ladies, or gentlemen,
0: yeah, yeah. Or whomever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep, yeah. It that real, mind. keep it real, keep sexy, keep it like you mm-hmm. got to keep choosing each other and you got to mm-hmm. focus, focus on your relationship. I saw a really cool soundbite that said there's so many hard things in the world. Don't fight with your partner. The world's hard enough. You got to do all this stuff. It's so hard to have a partner. Find another couple to compete with, but don't compete with each other, the guy said. Isn't that really funny? Like, be each other's teammate no matter what. I think that's that's really, really cool. So we're going to go to the soft and warm and fuzzy stuff now. And this question is, who said I love you first? And tell our audience about it. He
1: did. I think I'm going to cry because I'm just feeling emotional overall.
0: Yay. He did it. Um, we were
1: celebrating our birthdays together. And we went, like, not all out, but we, like, um... I knew some, a friend of mine that worked in clubs in the city. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, um, you know, we can host a party or whatever. And I was turning 32, he was turning 28. And so we were just like super lovey-dovey all night. And like people kept on coming to us and saying, this looks like an engagement party, not a freaking birthday party. We had been (laughs) together. Yeah. We had been together about six months or maybe less whatever June through November is, I'm, I guess it's probably less than six months and we were there and we we're just kind of dancing and like, you know, drinking and w- w- whatnot. And he, he hugged me from like the waist and he said, Chula, I love you. And then I was like, Oh, I did too, you know? And so, um, he's like, he's like, I, I, I kind of, I guess he was waiting for me to say it. And, um, I didn't. I didn't do like in days leading up to that, and so he said it, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And like heaven after that, but um, but yeah, that's how he did it. It was a uh, our thirty-second and twenty-eighth birthday celebration um, at a nice little club lounge here in the city. Ooh, that's a cute
2: story.
0: Yeah. Qué bonito, qué bonito, amor. Isn't that your song, sí. "Qué bonito amor" or something? Sí, qué bonito amor. Ah, qué qué lindo. Bonito amor. Yeah. Queda bien la go ahead, Vero. Who said it first, and how I was it? I think it comes as no surprise that your
2: girl said it
0: first. I Vero love got that tattoo. song. Vero got a tattoo. because <laughs> "I love Otto."
2: <laughs> I love you in case you can't see it. it in case you can't see it. Say it. Here you go.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> I did. I said it first. Um, it was one of those where like I got to take a risk. Remember, we were talking about how. Um, we weren't together when we had our first, when we were, uh, when we had Gali, but then I'm always like, well, I'm not going to, we were talking about co-parenting. We we're talking about being potentially roommates because he was like, I would not want to be away from my daughter. And then I was, he was like, think about it. I can move in and we can, you know, be roommates, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to be this motherfuckers girl, like roommate. He was, so he can bring other girls over to chill with my baby and him. Like he could be my baby too. So um, I was just like, let me think about that. I don't know. So, um, when I talk about relationships, I'm like, I've been through so many of them, so much heartbreak just because I wear my heart, like my love, like my, everything in my sleeves, I wear my heart, my sleeves, like I give it all. And if it doesn't work out, I know that I did what I could and gave it all in that relationship. And if it didn't work out, it didn't work out and it hurts and it takes time to get over, but you know, we're able to build ourselves up again. And in this case, I was like, here is Otto. I've known him for so long. I've always had this little thing for him. Like, I liked him. And even if he didn't like me, I just really liked his like, his, his vibe. And I liked his, and like, who he was. I, I I admired him. I adored him. I think I adored him. Like, I'm like, he's so smart. Oh, I love Like, He was just, to me, he was like, so smart and well-spoken. And he was fun. And, you know, it was just like, all right, you know, cool. Like, and every time we were together, like, I just felt it was, like, nice, right? I felt good being around him. And um, I grew to care for him and all, like, care about him. So when we got pregnant, I was like, I need to tell him this. Like, I just can't be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Like, I seriously was cool when we got pregnant. I was like, you know what? I understand if you're not ready, but I am. And and respected him. I wasn't going to force him to do something that he did not want to do or, or be in a relationship that he did not want to be in. But um, I think that at the end of the day, um, oh, my God, I lost my train of thought. What was the <laughs>
1: When, who said, said I love you first? So at the end of the day, he oh yeah, thank I you. you. I was yeah. like
2: telling him, like I can't just be your roommate. I was like, I can, you know, I care about you. And I'm crying. Okay, we have a newborn, and not besides the fact that I'm emotional. I was like, I need to tell him this, and because even I was ready to be said for him to say, like, well, I don't, you know, not that. So I was like, I care about you, and I and I love you, like I do, and 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 it doesn't make it any easier having a baby with you, but like I understand. And he was like, "All right," I hate, like he he wasn't like, "All right, thanks for saying that." It was more like, <laughs> "But I was the one that said it," and I was like, "I need to do it." And if, if it if it's not reciprocated, I understand, but I needed him to know that I did. So that was I was the, the one that did it.
1: Que, que, que like, I, I know that you know our listeners are probably like, "Oh my god!" Like that's so hard to do. Like you know and then you put yourself out there to say that and then do that. Um, when you were talking right now, I remember mi tío carlos telling me that at the wedding at our wedding that you were talking to him to mi tío carlos about auto and that you said that you said algo like que es que lo adoro like me fascina algo así um and so and this right is now well
0: before this time this is well before, before that well yeah. before
1: yeah entonces pero lo amó like desde desde tiempo you know desde hace tiempo so yeah
2: qué bonita amor qué chat, pero sí <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, que bonito, que bonito.
0: Yeah, que bonito no, I think one. it's, I mean, as it should be, I think that's really beautiful. I think the three of us have that in, in common. That's a good segue for mine because I feel like with Diego and I, we always loved each other. It's just not something we said and other people saw it. And we always came back into each other's lives and everybody knew it. Funny enough, though, I know I'm going to ask this question and I don't think I've ever told anybody this actual complete story, but... Um, I don't even know I can say it right now. This is going to forever be in this podcast. We, you could do it. You could do it. I'm We've just... said everything to these people in this I podcast. We've given our hearts and souls. Amazon, can you make us rich? Because shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So this is how it goes. So obviously we loved each other. And I think we were on pins and needles waiting for the person to say it. And neither one of us had said it, but we were like inseparable. One day we were having sex. And at the end of my climax, I said it. I didn't mean to say it. I didn't mean to say it. And it was like, a, he was so happy. He like loved it. He asked me to say it like 50 times. I was like so embarrassed to try to change the subject. But he, he, he was like over the moon. Like I think he was dying to tell me and he just had it. He didn't know if it was going to be too much too soon. And we had this history. So like that weekend, I think we said I love you to each other like a million times because he wanted me to repeat it. He said it back to me. He wanted me to recount exactly how it happened. I mean, his ego boost was Aww. ridiculous, mm-hmm. but it's a nice moment and it's a nice memory. And I think the kids have asked us this. And of course, we were just kind of like, I said it first. <laughs> it's like, no <laughs> other story. So if they ever listen to this, they'll know. But it's a really sweet story. And I think we ended up... um in Vegas soon after that. And I just remember him telling me all over Vegas and walking around Vegas. And it was a really sweet moment of just like, when you first say, I love you, when you both feel it and you just kind of are like little kids. Sassy smile. She's okay. So was
1: I was that when I went to Vegas with you guys? I
0: don't know. I'm trying to remember right now. Like I feel this memory of me as he and I walking alone on the strip. So mm. I don't know if it's the same Vegas trip. I mean, I don't know if the timing is right. When he went to Vegas with us, I feel like it was early in our relationship. Yeah, I don't think I would have said I love was, you huh? then I, I, think so it I feel was like early. it was an, another trip that we happened to be in Vegas soon after. I feel like if we were solos or with maybe another couple or something. But I have this vivid memory of us being alone and like all over Vegas saying I love you, like on a competition. Anyway, next question. We're kind of winding down. This might be our last question. I don't know. Let's see where it goes and where it takes us. When was the last time one of you was jealous? Tell us about that. Or if you're jealous at all, maybe your answer is like, I'm never jealous.
2: I'll be honest. I think we all get a little jealous sometimes. With Otto, um, not that I haven't had a reason to be jealous or not to be jealous. It's been more of like... Um, trying to understand certain relationships, right? Um, I'm all for it, for men and women to be friends. I can be friends with men, you know, I can be friends. And and it works only if one person is really like, I'm gonna be friends with you. Because if it gets to the point where someone wants to cross the line, you have to have that one person that says, no, we are friends, right? Um, I don't think it was jealousy, but I shared this before. Um, I think in this, in, in, in my relationship with my husband now, where he kept in touch with an ex-girlfriend. And for me, I'm like, you know, we're old enough. I can respect that. I can allow that to happen. And not even me allowing it to happen. I can let, you know, I, I can understand that you have this friendship with this person. You can be friends. Um... But I did. It wasn't jealousy because, you know, I ended up I shared this in the podcast before I ended up having going through his phone, but not like in the sense of like, oh, his phone's here, let me go through it. It was more like, oh, I'm going to take a dump. Let me sit down. <laughs> oh, yeah. His phone happens to be here. Let me let me go online and check some like not even check his stuff. But um, like his WhatsApp was open. So I was like, I wonder, you, you know, and I noticed that there was a message from homegirl and then I clicked on it and then it was like the terms of endearment. And it didn't bring up, I wasn't jealous. And this is the thing. It wasn't jealousy. It was more like, this isn't cool. We are now married. You know, like, you know, I could, I could call my, like, our old you know, our friend Eddie from college, like I would call him fail. And it wasn't like, I, you know, because I have anything, but it was like, you have terms of endearment, different things, right? Like, hey I fell on that, like, or, you know, hey, chula, you know, whatever it is, but it's not like. Um, I don't have any of those for any ex-boyfriends. Like, you're my ex-boyfriend, you're my ex-boyfriend. I'm going to call you by your name if we keep in touch, you know? And for me, it was that. And it wasn't because it struck a chord of jealousy. It was more like a struggle. I felt um, that there was a sense, that there was this disrespect, and that maybe from both of them in the sense of he is now married. It's okay for us to be friends, but someone should have been like, hey, you're married now, or I'm married now. And me calling you this or you calling me that probably isn't cool anymore. Let's go ahead and call each other by our names. And that was more like my thing. So celosa no creo. But anytime I've noticed, like, you know, he had classmates that were really like, hey, hey. And I was like, dang, okay, you know. And he's like, oh, no, para nada, you know. I was like, okay, as long as <laughs> I'm like, it's obvious, you know. But the celosa no, and I think that comes along with... um just, like, I think, getting older and just being confident in who you are. But there are, there's always room for, for jealousy. Like, but it's very different from, like, complete, like, envidia. You know, like, or, or like, oh, what do you mean this person? No, it's more like, help me understand so that everything's cool. Because we're all grown up here. So I think that was my moment for me. But jealous, jealous con el no.
1: Um, I think for me, también, no somos muy celosos one with the other. We kind of joke about it. You know, when, like, we're talking about, like, exes. And, like, oh, he's like, kid He's like, lo, lo you know el cabrón, you know. Say stuff like that. <laughs> or, like, he'll mention something like, oh, my ex-girlfriend in and, in um, and, and high school, whatever. I'm like, I hate her. I, I always say that, you know, as a joke. I remember early on and even, yeah, even with early on in my relationship, I remember it was, like, one of our first big outing as boyfriend and, and girlfriend. We were out. Uh, we were going to go have some steak. And we were out by the... um by the ocean by the by the piers and um by the ferry building so like the ocean's there and i remember there was this chick with this short ass skirt bending down shi- uh, si- uh, a short ass skirt tying her shoe she's wearing a, a tongue and i was like chulo look at her. <laughs> her ass like and so he was surprised he's like oh my god i can't believe you pointing her out like uh, like, and he, I remember he saying, he's like, my ex-girlfriend, but ooh, ya me viera, like, we peleado, this, that. So he admired that because he thought, like, she's confident in our relationship enough for her to point her out. So that was, you know, one situation. But the one last time I was trying to remember, like, I, I know that there's been jealousy moments or just, like, moments where, like, I felt uncomfortable. But the last time that I remember that was we were already engaged We were we went to a wedding from two of well a friend of his from college. So this friend of his from college is a twin woman. Her her twin sister. I think I've told you guys about this. Her twin sister. They kind of had a thing. They had kind of had a thing when they were like studying abroad in 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 Spain. They they had kind of you know they were like each other's little boyfriend girlfriend or whatever during that summer abroad or semester abroad. And so I knew that. And so we got invited to the twin sister's wedding. We went. And by that time we were already engaged. And I remember the ex little girlfriend or whatever, like hugging him. And he's like, Oh my God, you better invite me to the wedding guys. And she hugged him a little bit too long. And after that, I was like, all right, we're not inviting anyone that we've dated before. No, it's, it's weird. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then he's like, all right, I respect that. So since that that re- the relationship with the twins ended, which was good because you know he didn't he didn't need those women in his life.
0: <laughs> yeah, not appropriate. Not gonna know. damn twin. <laughs> You're your own twins. <laughs> and then we get twins. <laughs> I know, and then you get twins. So that was good, good card yeah, there. Yeah. Um. I I would have thought that before this last weekend, I would my story would have just kind of been like we're not really jealous people and like. I kind of get jealous when other girls are like fawning over him and like grabbing him and laughing at him. Like it's funny when you see other people like see your man through their eyes. Like bitch, he's my man, you know. But that really hasn't happened in the recent future, I don't think. But I can think of moments where you kind of also feel a little pride. Like it's not jealousy, but I'm like, yeah, I know she's checking out Diego a little long. She kind of likes him. She's laughing longer than necessary at his joke. She's touching his shoulder. Like I kind of like it. It's like an eagle trip. Well, this last weekend we went to this awesome place called uh, Cantarito Alguero super Instagrammable place where all you do is drink all day from these huge ass full of like tequila. And we had been like on a binger cause we were on this tequila tour. So it was just like tequila central. Anyway, um, we're hanging out, you get music, you get banda, you get mariachi. It's like this whole thing. There's we just really handsome guys that firstly set fought with, and then we get along with the whole story. Anyway, this, one of them was just like super duper handsome and he's all over my Instagram story and I kept taking pictures. I just thought he was so cute. um, Lisa's there with her significant other and they're being super friendly. Like I said to my group of friends, I was like, Lisa's a flirt with anybody. Like she's flirting with all of you today. And they're like, absolutely true. So Lisa's like flirting with the girls, flirting with the guys, because she's just super friendly. We don't think anything of it, but eventually that cute guy comes over to ask me to dance, which was very weird and strange. I don't know if he had not caught on that I was like with my husband. We were sitting across the way from each other. So he comes to ask me to dance and I look at Diego and I say, you know, is it cool? And he tells the guy, well, si, the lejitos, you know? So then we start dancing and I start dancing with this really handsome guy, and he goes, "Que es de ti?" And I'm like, "Oh, es mi esposo." He's like, "Oh, es mi esposo." Like, hadn't captured it, hadn't seen that I had this ring on. And the girls with me are kind of looking at me, like, "Dang, girl!" So we're dancing, and like, those kind of became a little closer, kind of became a little closer. I don't think we danced more than like a fourth of the song when Diego comes over and he goes, "You know what? Es que soy muy celoso, mejor yo bailo con ella." You know. So he took me back. I even thought it was cool that I mean, he didn't care, but then he did care. And then he's like dancing with me; is very sweet. And he goes, "People don't want what people don't want." Meaning like, of course, he wants you, you're taken. I mean, look at you. He was very complimentary of me. Like, that was really nice that he wanted to dance with you. But I am a jealous guy, honey. And then he told the guy, like, es que soy celoso, so you know. And then he ended up dancing with me. I thought he handled it really well. I thought it was awesome. I think we were all taken back yeah. that the guy asked me to dance that hadn't captured that we were a couple yeah. we were acting kind of couplely. Um then again, y'all know warm ass hug Diego was taking He's with everybody. With everybody? Like, <laughs> you couldn't tell whose husband he was cuz he's like kind of guy. Um but it was very sweet that he let me dance for like half a second with this guy. And then he came and he finished the dance with me. And it was very sweet. And and he said, you know, it's because I'm a jealous guy. But he's not really, he's not, he's not a true traditional jealous guy. When we first started dating, I kind of wanted him to be more. I think it shows more like blood in the bones or whatever, in the veins. And no era celoso, nunca era celoso. You really couldn't get under his skin, which was good because less drama. But that's our story. The last time one of us was jealous.
1: Oye, ahorita que contaste esa historia, I told you, remember like a week less than a week ago, maybe I had this dream. I had this dream that we were, I don't know, at some place and it was both, both of you with me. Uh, maybe it was a party, maybe because like the Me Me Too party was coming up. I don't know, but I was, I had this dream. All three of us were there and Luis was there too. And then this woman, um, she, I think she was like Hindu, like Hindu, beautiful woman. She wanted to dance with him. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And that, We saw her in the bathroom, like all three of us, and she was getting super excited because she was going to dance with Luis. And I guess she had a little crush on him And that I went, are you right? And that I went up to him and I'm like, (laughs) no, you can dance with him. No touching, but he's my husband. So don't even get excited. And so then the next day I was like, yeah, well, you were dancing with some some girl. I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen her. And then, I, and then some random, like, uh, I don't know if I saw her in a magazine or in a brochure. I'm like, she kind of looked like her. Aza. Oh, Aza. my God.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny, right? So trippy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> duper trippy. I always dream with the Kardashians. That's super random. Oh, really? I just Really? Them everywhere, and they're like, yeah, they're so overly saturated that I always end up having these random dreams that I'm friends Funny. with the Kardashians. Anyway, sponsor this podcast, hello. <laughs> I was uh, gonna say, this was fun. I think Go the only the
2: better. most time I'm like jealous or upset, or I wake up like just hurt, it's like in my dreams, you know, like <laughs> in anyway yeah, yeah, that is so trippy. But before we end this random episode, I wanted to talk about this month, it was such a great month for us. We had the Me Too event, so we want to thank Me Too. As well, like, you know, we were talking about relationships right now. we were talking about like our partners and our and marriage and like more of the personal relationships. But also this this aspect, I want to just tune in and say, like, thank you, Me Too, for having us at your 10 year celebration. You know, Ceci, we missed you, you know, and we wish you could have been there. I missed you guys. Um, so it was definitely like you know we were able to mingle and and like really you know talk about level La Latina with the, with the with the people there and you know the whole cuarentonas y Buenonas is a thing. I love it. We you know that's who we are. That's what we stand for. So we need, we're going to need to keep doing the Cuarentón y Buenonas and, and, and cheering that on. Um, You know, they, they we went to the 10-year anniversary, went to the uh, Hispanicize event where they had a lot of, like, entrepreneurs and business owners and kind of just inspiring the Latino com- community, and it was beautiful. And then I also want to give a shout-out to, like, Building Relationships. We had Hope Hispanas organized for political equality reach out for a workshop with us, and we were able to show up for them, and it was a young... Young Professionals Summit, their seventh annual, and it was so great being there and connecting with these with this organization and, and with these women and showing them a little bit about our, you know, having this cultural, like, changing our cultural mindset around money and having this conversation with them and, and motivating them to, like, hey, you have control to, and, and you're able to design the life you want when it comes around money, sin miedo, guilt-free y todo. So it was beautiful to connect with these women um, and uh, hopefully we're able to continue and nourish those relationships because not only that, it's great to collaborate and especially when it comes around our community, let's show up for each other. So I, I wanted to just send that really quickly in the sense of relationships and thank you so much for those.
0: Yeah, Vito and I were looking around, lots of influencers in the room, lots of people that we know from, you know, TikTok fame and Instagram fame and Meet Through Viral Videos. And we we're like, wait, is this our coming out party? Are we are we influencers? I think we're like, influencers. Oh my god. Oh. We needed Sissy's influencer oh, t-shirt cool. to rock to this event. But we realized that we're the company that we keep, and it was an honor to be invited and to allow us to bring our spouses so they can enjoy the day and celebrate kind of the reach. And it was nice to have fans, it was right about the Y comic. it's a lot of love but just people kind of noticing you from across the room pointing you out coming up and telling you that they listen to the podcast they know who you are like that was very cool and you know a little old humble us like we're still not used to that so it's really cool we don't mean to ignore you or shine you on if you're being friendly we don't know who you are like we don't think you're looking at us like i'm eating my little tinga tostada like i don't think people give a shit about me so i'm you know scarfing down food and yeah. whatever and oblivious to the world that may listen to our show that we love so much so vero's right thank you to all the collaborators Unless there's anything else, I'm going to wrap this show. It's been really fun to talk about relationships, to talk about our spouses. Again, we coach to any facet of relationship. If you're listening to this and feeling a little sting in your heart because something isn't quite going right in any of the relationships you have, romantic or not, check us out for coaching. One thing that I didn't mention is that we've had a lot of assessments coming through. A lot of women are interested in signing up. We don't want spots to run out without filling it with you. So get your free assessment today. Get that online, leveluplatina.com you can set up your 30-minute assessment, meet with one of our lovely coaches and figure out if coaching is for you, for your business, for your life. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook at level of Latinas, our handle. Find us on Twitter. Our handle there is at Latina underscore up. Otherwise, jump on our homepage at leveluplatina.com. Christmas shopping is around the corner. People want to get their deals. I know Black Friday, believe it or not, is coming. So check out the amazing affiliates that we have. You're going to shop anyway. You might as well shop from those wonderful uh, retailers that we feature on our website. We have great deals, great discounts there. But you can get your anything from your skincare products to your baby products um, to wine. Macy's is on there. Jump on. Show them some love uh just amazing affiliates on our website so check them out if you haven't already uh, this has been really fun this has been a great random episode we hope you loved our questions and we hope that you are growing in your relationships tip of the day get out there and get great relationships if you don't yet have them put yourself out there and find them everybody deserves a sounding board and a partner and a friend it doesn't have to be romantic so we're rooting for you and until then to my partners in relationship with me in business and life let's Jabu, 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 Jabu,